Hey dancers, welcome to the show. I'm Julie and I'm your host today on this episode of Broche Banter. I both own and teach at Broche Ballet, a ballet school just for adults in Denver, Colorado and virtually online. Join us as we explore all things adult ballet. Today on the show, we have Mona, a 58-year-old soon-to-be empty nester and pediatric nurse practitioner in neurology whose search for a new hobby led her to ballet. We talk about structure and routine, the importance of dedication, and the ins and outs of dancing in your kitchen. Enjoy! So what, so okay, so you started ballet as an adult. Yes, uh, an old adult. (laughs) (laughs) Old is a mindset, Mona. I think you're a young adult. <laughs> You're a lot very older than you are. So what? What's that about? Why did you? What? What? What sparked it? What sparked it? You know, I. What sparked it is I wasn't doing anything, and I was being very much a kind of a slug or a sloth, and I I did nothing athletic, and. I had no hobby and I thought, well, I need a hobby and something to do. And my hair salon is right next to Broche Ballet. And so I knew about Broche Ballet just because I passed the sign. And when I started to look at something to do, I originally wanted to do a tap class because I've always wanted to learn how to tap dance. And so in the process of figuring out what was available, I stumbled on Broche Ballet again. And I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. And then I came in with, uh, you know, a 30-minute whatever with you. I'm like, yep. yeah, I could do this. And that's what did it. I can't say that I ever was a big, like I wanted to be a ballerina my whole life. It was just uh-huh. I don't know, something to do and get me dancing. Yeah. Now, did you find us through Kristen's tap class with Tappy Feet? Is that how you, is that how you came across us? Well, I never, I never, it, when I was on, well, you know, I knew you were there, but when I was looking for the tap dancing, one of the classes happens at Broche, and then I was like, oh, right. well, let me look at the Broche stuff, and so that's kind of, you know, and I'm like, oh, well, I know where that place is because it's right next to my hair salon. So <laughs> that's so funny. How long was it from like start till when you came into the preview class with me from like when you first saw to like when you decided to do something about it? You know, not very long. I'm going to say maybe a week or so. I just like, oh, wow. I'm going to choose. I told my husband I'm going to do this. I signed up for the preview class. I'm like, I'm just going to do this. I didn't think about it for like months. It was definitely a much shorter. I decided one day I'm going to do this. That's amazing. And you like have not missed a class since then. You're one of our very few who has like perfect attendance. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I tried. Miss- I have this stuff I cannot found, but you know. You miss like three classes in a year. <laughs> That's yes, I, you know, I, yeah, I panic if I'm getting too many credits, so. Got to get those classes in, got to getting better. That's so right. what, so, okay, so it sounds like this is kind of like, you haven't had a hobby in a little while, so what, why did this one stick? Have you tried other hobbies in the past and like they didn't stick or just didn't try anything and then this was time to try it or like what, what happened in your life that made you actually get a habit and a hobby going? I'm getting old and I decided that in a couple years, my daughter's going to be out of the house. And I think I really 
felt like I needed something to to pass the time and to, to engage with. The other thing I'm doing also is I started piano lessons at the same time. So I started ballet and piano at exactly the same time. I found a piano teacher, I got a, a keyboard. And so both at the same time, I'm like that piano was something I've always wanted to do. So that I've kind of done also because I think I needed something to occupy my time. I didn't realize you had a teenage a daughter at home. Yes, I have a, um, she's 15 years old. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yes, soon life will change. I, That's true. I, I, I should have a 30-year-old and I could be the mom to Jackie, but, you know, I, <laughs> I Everyone does everything on their own time. That, that is correct. I will be in the same boat as you, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so like, what keeps you coming back? Are you, so you were doing piano and ballet. What keeps you coming back week after week? What's, what's, what's the draw? I love Kristen. And I will tell you that she keeps me coming back probably 90% of it. I just, she's fabulous. And I love Kristen and I, she's been such a wonderful teacher. And I like, I like talking to her and her personality. And I like, who she is and so she keeps me coming back and the structure and I like the structure you know I, ballet is very structured and I like structure and so the fact that you know bar is very structured and when I go online and I watch the world ballet day they're doing the same thing I'm doing just maybe you know definitely a higher level but it's very structured and I like right. that I definitely like the structure of ballet and that it's very, you know, it's progressive, but there's a, there's a, every class you do the same thing. And I like that. Right. And, and you do it for the rest of your ballet career, basically. Right. Yeah. Just and, and more of it I, and you work harder and all of it. Yeah. I mean, I think it appeals to my kind of OCD nature. It's very, it's very routine and rigid and very much a ritual. And I like that. Yeah. Whereas I, I wonder about certain other types of dance, you know, like when I talked to Kristen a little bit about her tappy feet, which I'm going to check out one day, I don't think there's as much structure to it. They don't, you know, you know, it, it seems a little bit more of a free form and I like the structure. Yes. Um, they call us bunheads. Yes. Uh, those of us who <laughs> just like the rigid structure of the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's, so, so that definitely appeals to me. I like that. <laughs> I agree. Um, I agree on the structure for sure. It's nice. It makes the mind focus. Yes. <laughs> which is good. It can get carried away up there sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's, it's nice because you can just kind of, you have to really focus on what you're doing and, and there's a nice progression. I mean, there's, what's nice about ballet is it starts with foundational and you're building on that. And I like that you're not coming in at the, the middle and trying to learn what you didn't know. We're starting from the basics and, and building on that. And I like that. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, so Kristen, the other day, randomly, unrelated to this conversation at all, randomly, Kristen messages me because, you know, we teachers, we message each other, you know, we talk. Yeah. And she's like, something changed with Mona. I was looking at Mona the other day and she was just like a ballerina. Something changed with <laughs> Mona. <laughs> she was just going on. This is about three, four weeks ago, maybe. 
before this whole home thing happened. And she said you were just like balancing up there with like a long neck and a long posture. So what, what happened? Did you know that this happened first of all? And second of all, what, how'd you do it? What's your secret? You know, I, I think some of it is just that I, I keep practicing it, I mean, at class, but I think about it a lot during the day. And that's one of your home videos you talked about, you know, doing ballet all the time in your mind or something like that. And so yep. when I'm walking into work, I hold my shoulders back and I, I pay attention to where my hands are. And, you know, I do a lot of kitchen ballet. And I mean, I do that a lot. I, I balance in the kitchen and I, I do a lot of kitchen ballet. And so I think about it a lot. And I think that has helped a little bit. I'm also doing on my own. And I did attend one of your kind of morning kind of warm up thing, but I've been doing this morning warm up routine for about 20 minutes. Of it's kind of stretching a tiny bit of cardio, but I think maybe that's helped a little bit. It's given me a lot more arm and upper body strength. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's amazing. I do always say that technique is learned in the shower. Technique is not yeah. learned in class necessarily. Like we talk about it and we tell you what your goals are, but like you need to figure out in your own mind how that works on your body. Like you need to change your mental image of yourself and your understanding of how your body connects. And I feel like that's the kind of thing that simmers under the surface. And you're like, oh, the pelvis, got it, cool. Yeah. Like that's the kind of thing, how it works up there in the mind. Yeah, but you know, I, I do think, you know, trying to do it, you know, yes, in the mind, in the kitchen ballet, and always being aware of kind of body and space and where my shoulders are. And, you know, I really, when I'm walking around work now, I'm like lifting my head and looking up as opposed to looking down. And, and those little things I try to, you know, you know, bring to the ballet class now. That's awesome. It, body awareness is actually a really hard thing to teach to people who started movement as adults, myself included, I still consider myself a very clumsy person. The being able to connect the mind to the body is actually quite yeah. a challenge. And it sounds like that's something you're really working on. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I wouldn't call myself a ballerina, but yeah, uh, Kristen had told me, oh, you think you just, you know, and she's so complimentary. And I'm like, I, I don't think it's amazing. I think I've made a little progress. <laughs> well, as teachers, we get excited when we see a directional change. Right, yeah. like you're going on a path and then we see the path change. It's the one step on the new direction, but we're like, yes, I can see yeah. it clicking, it is happening. So that's, I think, why we get so excited. Yeah. <laughs> we can see a shift. <laughs> um, so what is the biggest challenge? So obviously, you know, there's many challenges with ballet, but for you, what do you feel like is, what's the biggest piece that you're kind of chewing on right now, trying to figure out? Um. I mean, the turnout, but you know, especially the turnout in center work, you know, to like when we do a tombe, pas de beret, and coming back to that turnout as opposed to just being clunky and, you know, not coming back to the turnout. Um, I think center is where I feel, and I think this is, anybody would say that, where I don't feel as comfortable and, you know, it's the balance and, you know, feeling a little bit better in the, the center work. Yeah, that's such a hard transition. It's it's very funny in the beginning of in beginning of my own ballet training, which was also as an adult in you know my early twenties. I just wondered, like I wondered if bar and center were at all related. 
I was like, the, this literally, I know teachers tell you how it's related, you know, and now I'm like, I'm telling you it's related, but like as a student early on, I'm like, what, what were we just doing for the past hour? Like none of that is relevant <laughs> to what we're doing now. Right, I, yeah. is, is that, do you feel that same way? A little bit. I mean, I'm now, you know, getting it, you know, when you watch some ballets or, and when you, you know, when we're doing develop haze at the bar and, or we're now doing it in center. And so I can get some of that connection a little bit. Um, but I do think it took some time. <laughs> it's tricky because the footwork is nothing you have to deal with at the bar. You don't have to remember which foot you're standing on because generally you have a thing that's in relation to your body. And then when you're in the center, it's like, well, I don't know. Am I on my right foot or my left foot? I have no idea. How would I know? (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Um, So center is always challenging. Do you practice anything in center at home or is it difficult to even remember what to practice? Not as much because I need a better floor to do the center i do i have a ballet bar and i have kind of a a foamy uh floor under my bar but then the rest of our basement is concrete and so it's Mm. not you know and the the foamy thing is too slick to do center so i i toyed with getting one of those kind of you know the what do they call it the mats the it's with an m the the marley floor Marley floor. And so I, yeah. I talked to my husband, would he be willing to let me buy, you know, and you can buy kind of not a full floor, but I've looked online about that. And I, I, I might do that because that would allow me to do some center. I have the space. I just need a better floor. Um, Cause I yeah, find that's the concrete, hard. yeah, the concrete doesn't, the ballet slippers don't move well. And then socks, I slide too much. So I, I think I need that ballet floor. Yeah, the concrete floor. Yeah, practicing at home is, is hard. Is hard yeah. with the center work. The, the bar work is pretty easy to do anywhere yeah. you are. Yeah. It's pretty easy, but the center work is really tricky. Yeah. So I so I'm gonna yeah, I'm I, I probably need to get one of those floors, and that'll make the the center work a little bit easier. Yeah. Would you? So you take class pretty much once a week, right? Yeah. Every once in a while, maybe a second class, but not too often. Right. Yeah. But you practice at home a lot, so I'm sure that makes a big difference for you. Yeah, I, I try. I mean, it's, you know, sometimes better than others. Now I'm trying to do more because it will be online. I'd like to do twice a week class, and I was toying with that before this whole COVID thing, and now, you know, right. I now it's great. I can do two or three times a week class. Some of it, I think, has just been um, so many of the, the classes that work for me time-wise fill up and then, you know, finding the class where it's like, oh, I want to use a makeup. Oh, they're already full. And so, right. you know, Getting and, in. you know, just it's my schedule and, and the timing of what the class is and also what instructors I like to be with. So, right. That always makes a big difference too. finding the right people who click with your, right. with your style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, what are your, what are your goals? Is, is point work on your radar? Is that totally out of the question? Are you interested in just like having a tutu one day? What's your, what's like, what's your, what's your end game here? Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind considering the point work. Don't feel anywhere close to that yet, but I, I think it's such a, uh, a out there goal that, yeah, I, 
you know, possibly, uh, maybe another year or so, um, participate in the, the showcase, which I was bummed I couldn't do this year. There was a conflict with my daughter had a recital the same day. And so, because I, I really wanted to try that. Um, well, so maybe, maybe when we reschedule it. Yes, maybe when we reschedule it, it'll work for you. And, you know, just get, you know, better and, and feel like I'm making some progress. Yeah, so you kind of like, sounds like you really like the journey of the whole process and not yeah. so much in it for the end result. No, I mean, I, you know, I like the, the journey and if I make it to, you know, 3C, whatever that means, you know, in another four years, that's fine. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't feel like I'm in a, in a rush because it's, you know, I don't feel like I've, I've mastered what I'm currently doing at 2C, so. Right. And that's, that's such a thing with ballet too, is you, you're never, you're never done. No matter where you're yeah. at, you're never done. The new steps you learn, you're never done with the previous ones. Like you're never done with your tondu. You know, I still watch videos of people and I'm like, that's a tondu. I want that tondu. Right. But I've been doing tondu for 13 years. Right. So it's like, I yeah. still want a better tondu, but then I also want, you know, three pirouettes, four pirouettes, those kinds of things. But I still am not done with like, how do I make my plie look as good as that? What's, what's different about that person's plie? How do I get that? Yeah. That's, you're just never done, which is actually the like, super cool part about the whole thing. Yeah. yeah or Very like fun. learning how to do a pirouette. That might be a good, you know, goal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm so far from that. The, the turns are my, I'm terrible at the turns. So <laughs> I the finally, are... <laughs> they're, they're hard. I got the PK turn. Kind of. So I was proud of that. The other ones can't figure out yet. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, I think one of the most maddening parts about pirouettes, because we talked already a little bit about the OCD nature of dancers and specifically ballet dancers and how we like to just be super detailed and rigid and, you know, controlled and like your, the whole thing is you get to learn how to, you know, manipulate your body in, in different ways. And then pirouette, you have to like let go. And yeah. it's like, but you've been telling me for years to hold on tight and now you're telling me to let go what the heck are you doing because <laughs> once you're tight it doesn't work the thing doesn't work yeah no it's hard learn... <laughs> so you have to learn how to let go within the structure that we've given you yeah how do you let go of some things but not all of it that's that's the fine grain yeah. control we learn that's when hard. we come to pirouettes yeah yeah because i i, I agree because i'm very you know, when, when somebody's doing a, you know, a step at the bar center, I'm very kind of, I want to follow it exactly correctly. And, and I, that sometimes I don't think is helping me because I'm so like hung up on every little detail of it. And, mm -hmm. and I think sometimes being a little bit more looser might be helpful. Right. It's such a dichotomy, though, because you can't be that loose. You still have to hold your turnout right. and you still have to point yeah. your toes and you still have to hold your port bra, yeah. but you have to be like loose enough to move. So it's like yeah. that balance that, that teaching yeah. that balances, teaching your it's body hard. that balance is yeah. hard. Yeah, it is. Like you want to move gracefully, but then you also need it to be technically accurate at the same time. Yeah. No, it's, it's hard. And, and, you know, for people who are hung up on perfection, that, that makes it hard. Yes. Right, which is in part why we do this. So, <laughs> yeah. 
do you show off the new the moves that you learned? Does your family get to see the moves that you're learning, or is it a very private thing for you? Um, it's more private. I've shown them once or twice, and they kind of looked at me strangely. So that was the end of it. But you know, when I do my kitchen ballet, my my daughter does see see me dancing around the kitchen. So does she dance? Does your daughter dance? No, not at all. She plays violin. Oh, she plays no, violin. Okay. No, she never was into the dance. She plays violin. So you guys can have a little musical concert at home. Not you play the yet. Piano. I'm so, no. Yeah, I'm hoping in another year I'll be good enough on the piano to be able to, to play with her, but I'm not there yet. So. Well, maybe she can just do a violin piece that you can dance to. That that might be that that could be possible actually. <laughs> that could be po and now you're all home for weeks on end <laughs> with yeah. nothing to do. So maybe you can choreograph a piece together. Now that would be good for the showcase. That would be a good thing. <laughs> yep, there you go. Yep, mother daughter piece. That would be super fun. <laughs> that would be actually. I've been trying to get my mom to come out. She plays the flute, um, and I've been trying to get her to come oh. out for a show one day. I'm like, mom, you got to accompany. Oh, that would be great. Oh, that would so be wonderful. Fun. Yeah. yeah, it would be it would be so fun to have just adults accompanying adults. Like, how fun would yeah. that be? Well, I thought that was the whole idea of the you know Kristen teaching the piano is that yep. you know people could do that. I thought that was a great idea. It will be yeah, it will be fun. All this again, just whole conservatory. <laughs> yes, I like it. <laughs> I like. It. Um. So Mona, last question for you. We have a lot of dancers in who are surely listening or reading this interview who are maybe in a similar boat as you and want to get started, but they're like super nervous about it. Do you have anything you would tell them about being nervous about it and, and how you, if you had that or if you didn't, how, how they might overcome that? You know, I, I think because, you know, choosing an adult ballet studio that's only adults and is so welcoming and encouraging i don't i think people shouldn't be nervous and there's so many different sizes and looks of the women who are in the studio and ages and i think everybody is very supportive so i i don't think people should be nervous about about trying it because I mean I think I was maybe a little bit you know especially when I've been in some of the classes where people seem to know a little bit more than I did but everybody's very supportive and you know sometimes people will be like oh I can't do that at all and like oh my gosh that looked great you did a wonderful <laughs> job and so I think it's a very supportive atmosphere and the fact that you know women are really every shape and size and level of experience and age and i think that's fabulous you know and I, I think it really i mean that's what makes i think the studio so special as opposed to going to a place that is a mixture of adults and kids and you know i think broche really has a great niche that way yeah it's actually it's really fun to be a part of a community of people who are sort of in the same boat and have a very similar yeah very intense and very fine-grained interest so we end up getting very similar people in the studio right who have similar uh mindsets and and not not even necessarily views on the world but just like 
interests, right? You like this kind of detailed right. focused work. And so, you know, you get very detailed, passionate people in the studio who, you know, are just all in this boat together and we get it that ballet is hard. <laughs> so yeah. there's no need to make it harder with any other social pressure. You know, and, and I think you, you've really found a, a nice group of instructors who are very encouraging and, you know, it's not like they're, you know, the, 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 the ballet teacher who, who, you know, some talk about what their, you know, ballet teachers were like and, you know, how, how mean they were and, and it's, and everybody is so supportive and helpful and, you know, and I think that makes it nice. I mean, I like all the instructors because they're very, you know, they're good at teaching adults. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole different world here as adult dancers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but it, no, I think you've really built something really nice. I mean, I just in in the past year, how much the studio has grown and how many more classes and how many more instructors. And I mean, I know you had had it even before I started over a year ago, but it really seems to have taken off the past year. Yeah, it's, it's really, it really has. It's one of those things where you don't know what you're making until it's made, right? You don't know what it's going to become and who's going to be in the studio until you can kind of look back at it and see like, oh, wow, okay, cool. This is you know, this is something people are interested in. Um, and clearly a lot of people are interested in, in it. And that's awesome because I was too. And I'm glad there's more people like me out there who want to, who want to learn and like, just get really good at it and get really into it. Yeah. And I, I mean, I just, I mean, your, your website is great. Your offerings are great. You know, I was so bummed that you started the overture program after I had already started, but all of those, I know. <laughs> you know, I, I think what you've done just in the past year has really been, you know, great. Well, thanks. I appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a really fun ride. Yeah. So, so now it can just get even bigger and bigger. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Now we just got to open up again. <laughs> yes. That, well, that, you know, though, are you getting a lot of, I mean, I was on an online class, I think two days ago and there were, I think nine people there. So are you getting a lot of interest for the online right now? Yeah, it's, it's definitely picking up. I think, I think a lot of, I think for the most part, it's going to start picking up a little bit more now. I think everyone just had a really tough couple of weeks. Sure. It, I mean, life just got crazy. Two, I mean, two yeah. weeks ago, everyone had the rug pulled out from under them, right? So I think, right. you know, we've, we're just sort of in the last couple of days starting to see a little bit more interest. I think people just have been able to just make it through their day and not even able yeah. to think about too much more than that. So I'm glad to see people sort of coming back around and, you know, kind of coming back out of a funk and coming back to their routines yeah. and realizing that, hey, if I'm going to be home for another six weeks, I better get my, I better get my bum moving because yeah. <laughs> we're going to be in a lot of pain if we sit on the couch for six weeks straight. Exactly. And that's why I was you know, like, oh, look at all these new offerings this week and I can make it to more classes. And so, so I appreciate that because it really, you know, when you were asking for feedback on that survey, you know, I'd said certain times just aren't good. And now there's a lot more availability. So Yeah. And we're like, trying to figure out what, what do people's lives look like? You know, are people, who's working, who's not working, yeah. what times are people working? You know, there's no commute to deal with, so we can have, yeah. even the people who are working, they can start earlier. I mean, yeah. and everyone's wearing their jammies for the entire day, so you don't have to change for class because you're already yeah. in your jammies, so it's like, <laughs> it's a much different process. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it's very fun. Well, uh, Simona, do you have any last things you want to add 
about your ballet journey? No, I, I mean, it's been, it's been great. And you know, as I said, I, I'll give another shout out. Kristen has just been wonderful. I mean, she, she really, she's the perfect fit for me as a teacher. Um, and so I, I really enjoy that. And I've enjoyed all the other teachers. And I think I've now been in classes with most everybody, but Kristen really is a good fit for me. Yeah, she's awesome. We're so glad. We're so glad she's on the team. She was one of the very first people I ever reached out to. Um, just because she owned a tap company and I reached out to her pretty much right when we had opened because I was trying to get some rental traffic in there to just start getting the word spread out. So yeah. doing some rentals. And so I reached out to Tappy Feet and said, Hey guys, you want to rent our studio? And then she came and started renting and then she came and started taking class. And then I brought her on as a teacher. And so she's one of the very first people I had contact with in the studio like and the life of the whole studio. So it's awesome. Yeah. With, well, thanks what's a lot. Your, what's, what's your puzzle? Um, that is a puzzle of New York City with some taxis oh. like from the 20s, like jazz age. Yeah. Oh, fun. I know. I love New York City. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, that puzzle has been sitting there for like a month and a half, half done. I <laughs> haven't, <laughs> haven't been making much progress on it, but Maybe now's the time now that everyone has some momentum on, on, on a new path that we can, I can get back I to like the puzzle it. soon. I like that. For now, though, I got to keep this body in shape because going from 30 hours in the studio to like five is just crazy. Is, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure I'll, I'll be attending probably one of your weekend classes. So oh, I'm awesome. trying to get in two, three days a week now. So <laughs> Great. Good. I'm glad. Well, it was so much fun to chat with you today, Mona. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Julie. That's all for this episode, dancers. Thanks for listening. For more adult ballet, follow me on Instagram at Julie the Ballerina, our studio at Burrish Ballet, or check out our blog and YouTube channels for even more content. You can now also dance with us online. To have your story featured on our podcast, email us at hello at brocheballet.com. Today's show was produced by Jackie Dolman and the YouTube version by Shanoa Rangel. I'm Julie Gill, and this was Broche Banter. Happy dancing!